one of the top experts in the world on sales. King of collaboration. He's on the cutting edge and what he does works. Jim Padilla. Jim Padilla. CEO of Gain the Edge. He is the leader when it comes to sales and conversions. A sales and business coach to some of the biggest names in the country. Jim Padilla is known as the go-to guy for all things sales. We're off. Good deal. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to the Make More Sales podcast and uh, the Jim and Cindy live show here. Welcome to Monday morning or afternoon, evening, depends on where you are coming in uh, around the world. Um, but here's the main thing that we uh, are wanting to put in front of you today. As you well know, we are all about you winning in the game of sales without having to make, without having to become a sales expert. We want you making more sales versus mastering the game of sales, making more sales without having to become a sales expert because it is not necessary. Everything we do is coming to you from that perspective. We want you winning in the game of sales, we want you exponential growth, we want you hitting the ground running. You got to be able to take the actions necessary to make this stuff happen, right? And when you are the biggest challenge for a lot of people is when do you bring on team? When do you make something happen? When do I reach the end of me, right? We want you maximizing your revenue, maximizing your activity so that you can then go, okay, well, who do I bring in to help me with what, right? So today I'm just going to run through some components of the thought process mechanism <laughs> that will help you determine where and when to delegate, uh, especially as it becomes, as it comes to sales team. So uh, on the, on the big, picture objective. Um, we're going to walk through some of that and then we're going to talk about specific things as it leads to sales team. But uh, but out, outsourcing and or delegating in general is what this conversation is about. All right. So make sure that you give us a like or a love. Let me know if you're you're paying attention, following along, whether on your recording uh, or uh, uh, if you're on live. And of course, if you're listening in on the podcast, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe uh, and let us know how we're impacting you. And um, and just please know that you can you can uh, review you know, many times, right? We want to make sure that you can, you can share what's going on. Some, you know, some things you're going to like, some things you're not. Also, there's also contact points inside the show notes um, so that you can always reach out to us and let us know how we're landing on you. What things are we saying that are hitting? What things are we saying that are missing? What things do you need help with that we haven't discussed? Or is there anything specific you would like to unpack um, given all of our vast and diverse um, wide array of, of expertise in scaling companies and businesses? There's a lot of things that we can help with. So um, we tend to narrow in on this end of the game about how we helping you make more sales and scale without having to be a sales expert. But anything that you have as a question, please let us know. And whether we answer it on a podcast, on an episode, in a video, or if we just reach out to you and say, hey, you know, we, we want to help you with this because we don't we don't want you to feel like you have to wait your turn in line or anything. If you have a question that's a one-off, send it to us and we'll happily email, you know, get you an email response or text or whatever it is, whatever medium that you're you're connecting with us on. And um uh, and, and on that note, uh, if you're not on our text list right now, we want you to know we're, we're putting out some, we're creating special campaigns right now that are going to come out only via text. So there are going to be some bite-sized nuggets in video lessons that we're going to drop out through text only. And if you're interested in that, please, again, hit us up uh, in the show notes or and or here, type in, say, hashtag text and let us know so that we will reach out to you and we'll, we'll get you, uh, well, actually, I guess, 
easiest thing is just drop in your cell phone number uh, that you want us to reach out to you with, um, but put hashtag text and then drop your cell phone number in it. And that will let us know to add you to the list so that you can get these extra awesome things that are coming your way, All right? So let me dive into this here that we're gonna cover in the next few minutes. Um, when it comes to your growth exercise, this is, this is how I wanna stay really focused on this piece of it. It's understanding what is the outcome you're trying to reach and how do you fund it? Right. What's the outcome you're going to reach? What exactly is it covering? What is it going to cost you and how do you fund it? This is that's the main thing we're trying to look for here. OK, so what is the objective? What is the outcome of the thing you are trying to do? Is it you're trying to put on an event? Is it you're trying to get a book done? Is it are you trying to um, are you trying to fill a, uh, a program or a membership? Right. And with how many people and what is that? Right. And so what are the things that you need to do? Um, are you trying to reach a six figure uh, benchmark? Are you trying to have an, a, a specific income uh, reach? Are you trying to get booked on a set number of stages? Or are you looking to get interviewed by a certain number of times? Right. Whatever you are specifically focusing on the outcome. What is that outcome? as specific as you can make it, right? And then what are the non-negotiables for you? What are the non-negotiables? Meaning, uh, what if you're looking to get booked on podcasts or stages, which, what kind of audiences do I not wanna talk to? What days of the week do I not wanna talk? What topics do I not wanna speak about? What things do I not want to be positioned as an expert uh, in, right? What are the things that are non-negotiable for you? Is it set number of audiences, set number of appearances, set number, uh, set, set times of the day, set, uh, you know, set industries that you'll speak to, right? Be really clear. So what are the things you don't want? What are the things that must be there? If you're going to speak to audiences, do you need to make sure that you are speaking to people who have groups of, of people that are six figures or more or in a specific industry and vertical accountants, medical field, um, you know, functional medicine is we're, we're coming across a lot of people lately um, dealing with marketers, dealing with people who have brick and mortar businesses or people who are specifically online, right? What are the things that you want to be thinking about to make sure that you know who you're supposed to be supporting and how? All right. Um, and then I didn't write this effectively, <laughs> poor grammar and syntax on this, but what will deliver it? What, what, will, what will help you deliver it? So if you just were to walk through a simple mechanism, just write it down on a piece of paper, Google Doc, whiteboard, right? Just document what are the things that will take to deliver it. I need to know what's my message, what's my audience. I need to know who my partners are. I need to know who I can reach out to. I need to know where I'm going to find them, uh, et cetera, right? So now you have all these things. Are these things you can do on your own? Are these things so that way you can look at what are the things you can do on your own and what are the things you're going to need somebody's help with? Are you going to need introductions to these people? Are you going to need somebody to do the reach out? And if they are, what are you going to do? You can type out, you know, if you have somebody who's going to do the reach out for you, um, you type out whatever the outcome is. What's, what's the script? What is the message you want them to reach out with? Where else will that message go? Will it go out via text? Like, will you be talking to us about hiring us for ProChat? Will you be putting stuff out via Facebook Messenger? If you are, you connected with all of these people, right? Um, what will it take to deliver the required, the outcome that you are seeking, right? So document those steps. And you're, here's the thing, you're not the expert of all of this stuff. So you can only guess at a lot. You only know what you know and the rest can take good quality guesses at so that you can at least map out a process. Then inside of that process, you can start going, okay, what's it going to cost me to deliver this? Right? Can I, is this going to cost me 10 hours a week to do this on my own? Is this going to cost me uh, some, you know, having somebody um, reach out 
copy and paste and putting out messages. This is going to, as it's going to require somebody jumping on the phone and dialing out via this script, reaching out to specific people. Is this going to cost me having somebody to do the research to find all of these people? Right. So you have to know what do you know? What do you don't know? Right. What are the things you can do on your own? What are the things that you can that are you require somebody else to do? And what do you, what will it cost? Right. Because, uh, you know, too many times we, we don't think about that or we just if we're not actually putting some price tags to it, we don't know. We start thinking it's too insurmountable. And we start thinking, oh, this is going to cost me $10,000 to do this. It may not. Maybe it's going to cost you $1,500 over the course of a month. Or even if it is going to cost you $10,000, if you know what the price is up front, then you, now you start putting a, a target on how do I fund it? Okay, if it's going to cost me $1,500 and I sell a product that's $500, well, great. Let me sell three of them to pay for this. Maybe you sell a $2,000 product. One client, one new product sale covers that. Right. If you have something that's $10,000, great, then what is it going to take for you to be able to, and to generate $10,000 to cover the cost of it? And you have to think about this in terms of your time also. Right. So if I'm doing something that's taking me 15 hours a week and then you take that 15 hours a week back because you hire a VA or somebody to do this task, then what are you doing with that 15 hours that you if you spent all of that 15 hours getting in front of clients? And you get one client as a result of that. Now you have you have bought your time back and paid for this person or this resource. Okay, um, so what will it cost? How many sales will it take you to cover this? Okay, so if you just think of it in terms of these transactions and unit prices, it's so much simpler. We make it a lot more complicated, partly because we don't bring into clarity and focus the thing that we need to do. You know, how many times have you done that, right? Uh, type that in the chat. Say, this is me. This is me. Say, you know, um, so many times we don't actually put the metrics down to look at it and say, this is the thing I need to do. And once we do, we take away the fear. The fear comes usually from not knowing. And so then we just start getting all this anxiety around, oh, my God, it's going to cost me too much to do it. When you haven't even put math to the, you know, pen to paper to look at the math to see what is it going to cost. You might think it's going to cost too much. You can find out it's going to cost you $800. Or maybe there's an app you, you can download that costs you $100 a month or $29 a month or a free version. Right. Uh, and then if maybe you do get an app and then you hire somebody, a VA who can implement it. Right. All of a sudden you're looking at something that might cost you fifteen hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, etc. And so the, the whole point is you have to know what are these things? What are these things you're trying to solve? What are the gaps that they are filling? What does it cost to deliver it? And what is it going to cost? How many sales are going to cost you? How many sales do we have to make to cover the cost? I'm getting bored salad here. Right. So that then you're operating off of tangible, real metrics and data. And, and that, you know, your problems are super easy to solve. And it's just logistics from there. OK, what is it going to take for me to make one point five sales to cover the cost of this cost of this project, cost of this time, cost of putting on this workshop, cost of, uh, you know, of getting uh, all of the uh, filling my my membership, cost of getting people to show up for my event, et cetera. Right. So you have to start looking at everything like this very, very simply. And don't think of, as a number one theme, don't think of what you can do. What does it take for you to do? Think of what does it take to get done? And then who do I know that can help me? Who do I know that can bring life to this project? Who do I know that can do, that can turn the screws and do the tangible physical acts and the tasks? Who do I know that can help strategize on it? Who do I know that can help deliver on it, right? Um, and you'll start seeing, of course, you know, ideally, most of the stuff you're trying to do should be stuff in your wheelhouse anyway. 
so that it can that way it doesn't require a bunch of expertise if everything you're trying to accomplish is outside of your skill set and expertise altogether then i would say you probably got to dial in what it is you're trying to accomplish um, or who you're trying to accomplish it for because all anything you're trying to make happen for the most part should be at least in familiarity and and substitute you now I'm definitely a proponent of disrupting industries and I've jumped into many industries where I didn't know anything about it and I just started going it was all about the who not the how who do I know that can do this who do I know that can that can bring that who do I know who knows who right um, but that's that's I would that that's not where you want to be right now that's more advanced if that's something you're interested in reach out and talk to me and let's, we'll, we'll, let's talk about it. just type in you know again type in hashtag ask Jim and type that question in and we'll talk about it so because I've done that and I'm very I am very uh, well seasoned in being able to jump into environments that I don't know all the right things but I've mastered all how do you ask all the right questions and find the right who versus the how to be able to deliver the outcome like when I say I can do something I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm saying I can affect it being done. Just like when people hire us to be their outsourced sales team, they're not hiring me. I'm not making all their sales. <laughs> I'm not running their event. I'm not, I'm not doing all of those things. I have pulled our team together and our partners and experts who are going to affect it being done. I can impact the outcome without me having to do, do the outcome. Right. And I want you to start thinking that way often. Who has what I need? Who can do what I need to do? All right. So um, we obviously uh, help people hire sales teams and put sales teams together and provide sales support um, under certain circumstances and criteria. We don't do it for everyone. Um, uh, but I, I do know people who can help in that area as well. But here's the main thing. I want you thinking always about what is it going to take for me to start bringing on a salesperson. And when you're going to put in sales team, there's just a few things that I want you to think about uh, as it pertains to that. And hopefully you've been, I, I really tried to write um, judiciously today so that you could actually read the stuff I write. And, and, and as sad as this may sound, that's actually like among my best writing right there that you've probably ever seen. <laughs> um, but as it gets to sales team, there's only a couple of things that I want you to focus on. First and foremost, just like we talked about earlier, what document the process, even if it's wrong. I let me put it this way. I promise you're not going to document it all completely, probably not even all accurately, but having a process documented is better than not having anything so at least you have a direction and what i mean by not completely documented is that typically um like if you say yeah uh, my part of my process is i talk and then people book an appointment and then i talk to them right i do a talk they book an appointment i have a conversation with them and they buy or not okay that's accurate it's not complete you talk you make an invitation the invitation people take you up on the offer. Upon the offer, they book an appointment. They book an appointment, they fill out an application. They schedule a time, right? So all of these things have steps in the process, right? Then and to book that appointment, then we also make sure that, that they show up effectively, that they're prepared. And when we talk to them, they have, uh, you know, we put them through a qualification conversation to see if they have what it takes to be able to participate in our world right so you can have a lot of steps in this process and most of you don't most of you don't think about it that way you just think oh they booked an appointment i'm booking an appointment can have 20 steps in it right so that's what i mean by you probably won't document it completely but at least if you document all the things that in your mind it takes to go from hello to walking across the finish line that's all we're looking for from the last, the last person who bought from you. What did they buy? What did they do? What were the steps that they took? 
How did they find you? How did they engage you? What were all of those things? Just go all the way back from hello to across the finish line and document that. That is a process. That's simple. It doesn't have to be automated, nothing. It just, that's a process. Here's the steps that I, that they took in order to get here, which is great because once you have that, now we can look at that and say, okay, this can be optimized. This can be improved. This can be automated. This can be changed. This needs to be better. This needs to be eliminated, et cetera. But at least you have a process that a salesperson could step in and go, okay, here's the places that I go in order to move these people to completion, right? Then the next step is, right? So you're documenting essentially what are the things? What's the actual work your salesperson is going to do? Because for some people, you know, they want their whole sales force spends all their time in LinkedIn doing reach outs. Okay? And there are salespeople who will never do that or don't do it well. So, you know, you have to be able to know what are the, what are the expectations of the person that you're going to want them to do? Are you generating appointments that they get to run? Are you expecting them to show up with a shovel so that they can dig through leads and turn them into opportunities, right? So um, again, what are the steps? Just when, that's all identified really simply when you just mark out, here's step A, B, C, D, E, F, G, to the best of your abilities. And don't worry about being right, just worry about getting it down, okay? Um, next is, what are the characteristics and traits? What are the values of the, of the salesperson that you want? And really this stuff applies for any role that you're bringing on, a VA, an operations person, whatever. You, you wanna make sure that people come out on your values, your characteristics, so that you're all in agreement and harmony as a team, okay? What are the characters and characteristics and the values? And again, don't kill yourself on it, but you need to start to think about all those things because you do get a say. You're a business owner, you get to decide what kind of people work with you, for you, around you, in your world, okay? So, uh, you know, I don't even need to go too deep into that. You know, what are your values as a company? What are your values as a person? And how, do, how does that show up lived out in your company? Because if, if not, if you're missing that, you're going you're gonna to bring on a lot of the wrong people, and it's going to cost you a lot when we've done that. And we did that for a long time before we really started diving into this. Now this shows up everywhere, and we make sure of it, okay? Because you can, uh, the skill set and the, um, Skill set is something that is um, much easier to find than a, in a proper alignment and a match, right? You want somebody who can thrive in your environment with your ideal client, selling your product at your price point, those things. And everybody doesn't. All salespeople are not created equal. Why? Because they're people first and all people are not created equal. We're all different with a variety of different skill sets, genetics, history, background, culture, all of that, right? And every single piece of that adds into the mix of who I am and therefore how I would show up as a salesperson, as a person who sells for you. Okay. Um, skill set. The one thing I will say around the skill set is you want to make sure that you can demonstrate. Don't let somebody give you a resume and tell you, yeah, this is what I've done. If they say this is what I've done, say, awesome, do it. I want to say, I'm not interested in what you can tell me. I'm not interested in what you say you did somewhere else at some other time in your own words. Right. I want to know, show me. Right. Most often, we'll, you know, in my uh, alarm company days and door knocking days, we used to bring people in and They'd be, we'd be putting them on a phone script. We would take, we'd take people out, show up. We, we hire, you know, bring in 150 people into a training class. And by the end of five days, we would get down to 50, right? Um, and more, but we would take them out into neighborhoods, load them up in the vans and go out in the neighborhoods and go door knocking. You lose half your sales force like that. Why? Because you find that they do not have what it takes to be able to overcome that environment. And it's great to get to learn that stuff day one. And there's a ton of people who say they do. They're like, yeah, I do. I'm good with that. I love that. I love talking to people, all of that. And then the first time they get a door slammed in their face or something, it, it, it's a it's a massive shock for a lot of people, things of that nature. And it just doesn't work, right? So you put a, you give a script in front of them say, okay, 
call, you know, recite this script to me, right? Or how do you handle, you know, not just how do you handle objections, give them an objection. Objection says, you know what, I'm not hearing enough from you. I don't know that you're going to be able to cut this environment. See what they say. They go, oh my gosh, that's horrible. I can't believe you said that about me. Or do they go, well, tell me more about this environment that you think that it would take for me to require. What are the skill sets you think it takes to, to navigate this environment, right? What are they going to do, right? Put them in a situation that they actually have to sell their way through. That's the best way to determine if you have somebody who's got the skill set. Have them demonstrate it not ask them questions about it. And if it's something that you don't do, then find somebody else either on your team or outsource this skill set. We have somebody who is objective, who's not emotionally tied to this. Somebody's going to show up to you and tell you how amazing you are, how much they love your company, how much they love your brand, all of this. And you're going to go, wow, this is a great, I want to hire this person who's my new BFF, right? Because they made you feel good about it. If I'm doing that, they're going to talk to me about your company and they're going to tell me how much they love you and how great they are and all that. I don't care. I'm not emotionally tied to that. I want to know, can they sell? I want to know, can they help people solve problems? I want to know, can they help people reach clarity, right? So I'm going to challenge them on that in that environment. So you want somebody like me or somebody who, who can help sign off on these people. You should never be <laughs> the sole voice of somebody who is, who uh, shine off on who's working for you. Okay. Um, and here's the other piece um, at the last part at the bottom of this here, it says, how much do they need to produce? This goes back to what we were talking about earlier. How much does it cost to cover it? If they know I have to make six sales months in order to cover the cost of you hiring me, right? Because I now have technology or I have systems. I have bills that are, that are co coincide with supporting you. Um, I have, you know, you need to make three sales to pay for the VA, to pay for my $199 a month membership uh, for this technology, all these things. You got to make sure you know what costs you're trying to cover. What do they need to sell in a month? How, what do they need to produce in order to cover their own costs? Every salesperson should be covering their own costs or there's an expense. Sales should never be an expense. Sales should always be a, a, a plus. It should always equal revenue, right? If a salesperson is costing you, then there's something wrong. Now, it could also mean they're brand new, right? Because you got you to allow some ramp up time, but they need to know what they're targeting at that time. What are their objective? What are they working towards? If that scares them, they're not sure they can do that or produce that, then um, that's the person that's probably showing a lot of warning signs and danger, okay? Um, and so if, if this is something that you're, you're in a conversation around, I would love for you just if you answer all these questions, you're going to be 90% of the way there. You might need a little bit of help and refinement, start figuring it out. At the very least, you're going to be moving in the right direction. You're going to be much more prepared than most people are ever who hire salespeople because most people just wing it. Most people just hire people who they like or people who like them. Most people hire the people that are the cheapest they can get their hands on, all of these things. And they, all of this stuff leads to um, a very long learning curve and very poor and inconsistent results. And we want to help you avoid that. So if you're at a place where you're starting to think about this now, you're starting to grow beyond yourself, you there is more that you're you're carrying all, all of the weight of everything here. And you want to figure out how do I start growing team? Just reach out, let us know, we wanna help you, okay? Just again, type in hashtag Ask Jim and say, I wanna talk, I, I need to grow a team. And we'll reach out to you and we'll, we'll, we'll get a conversation because I can, you know, if I can help you with this in a five minute conversation, fantastic. At the very least, you know, I will show you what are the, what are the ways that we can help you do this, whether it's with our build and scale mastermind um, 
or with uh, any of our other services because we do recruit and, and train salespeople for a living around here and we're pretty good at it. So um, I would love to, to help you master this uh, opportunity and help change the game so that you're not trying to do everything yourself, that you're starting to grow a team, but that you're doing it strategically with a purpose, with a plan and in uh, a, a way to be able to make sure that it's effective for you so that you can do this and not have to regret it and do it in a way that serves you, serves them, serves your marketplace and changes the game for everybody, right? Um, uh, there's something I think we're going to, we have a, a gift we want to offer you to in here and it's our 10 moves to make more sales without getting better at selling. We talk about this a lot. Again, it's not about you mastering sales. It's about you structuring your world in such a way that people show up wanting to buy your position as the expert and it's the game changer and our 10 moves to make more sales um, resource it's in here. We'll drop that in, in the link. Um, $17 pickup. It's, it walks through 10 different ways, 10 different moves to make more sales without getting better at selling. And one of them is of course, hiring a sales team and a couple of quick tips on how to make that happen and go. Uh, but you'll be, you'll be very, very uh, well rewarded with, uh, with, with taking action on that because it shows everything. If you implement all the key things we talk about in those 10 moves over the course of 10 days, it will change the game for how you think about how you need to show up in the game of sales. So thank you for allowing us to be part of your success team. Thank you for for just being here and taking action. I want to see you win. I want to see 2021 be explosive for you and let's get started now. All right, go make it happen. Hey, thanks for listening to the Make More Sales podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you'll definitely want to check out our Make More Sales Facebook group where you'll find more amazing content, including free sales training and live content happening every single week. So make sure to follow the link below to join. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it with your friends. That way, more people can learn how to make more sales without getting better at selling. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.